I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to Kingdom Work. Today we're in John chapter 15 and 16. Um, after yesterday, just hearing about all of the different promises that Jesus gives us. Um, and so today, Father, would you just come and meet us where we are? Give us your peace in this moment and allow us to surrender any feelings of bitterness, restlessness, anxiety, or any overwhelming sense of worry that we may have in our hearts, God. Allow us to hear your voice clearly and understand your character. Help us to never forget your goodness. And I pray a bold faith in each of us that we're able to take out into the world and share your perfect love with others. John 15. I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, and you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things that you will be filled with joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay, one, lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends, since I have told you everything the Father told me. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my command. Love each other. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world would love love you as one of its own if you belonged to it, but you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world, so it hates you. Do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than the master. Since they persecuted me, naturally they will persecute you, and if they had listened to me, they would listen to you. They will do all this to you because of me, for they have rejected the one who sent me. They would not be guilty if I had not come and spoken to them, but now they have no excuse for their sin. Anyone who hates me also hates my father. If I hadn't done such miraculous signs among them that no one else could do, they would not be guilty. But as it is, they have seen everything I did, yet they still hate me and my father. This fulfills what is written in their scriptures. They hated me without cause. But I will send you the advocate, the spirit of the truth, the spirit of truth. He will come to you from the father and will testify all about me. And you must also testify about me because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. John 16. I have told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith. For you will be expelled from the synagogues and the time is coming when those who kill you will think that they are doing a holy service for God. This is because they have never known the Father or me. Yes, I'm telling you these things now so that when they happen you will remember my warning. I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you for a while longer. But now I am going away to the one who sent me, and not one of you is asking where I am going. Instead, you grieve because of what I have told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away, because if I don't, the Advocate won't come. 
If I do go away, then I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. There is so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever, whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. In a little while you won't see me anymore, but a little while after that you will see me again. Some of the disciples asked each other, What does he mean when he says in a little while you won't see me, but then you will see me? And I am going to the Father. What does he mean by a little while? We don't understand. Jesus realized they wanted to ask him about it, so he said, Are you asking yourselves what I mean? I said in a little while you won't see me, but a little while after that you will see me again. I tell you the truth, you will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will suddenly turn into wonderful joy. It will be like a woman suffering the pains of labor. When her child is born, her anguish gives way to joy because she has brought a new baby into the world. So you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice, and no one can rob you of that joy. At the time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth, you ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name, and you will receive, and you will have abundant joy. I have spoken these matters in figures of speech, but I will soon, but soon I will stop speaking figuratively and will tell you plainly all about the Father. Then you will ask in my name. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I came from God. Yes, I came from the Father into the world, and now I will leave the world and return to the Father. Then his disciples said, At last you are speaking plainly and not figuratively. Now we understand that you know everything. There is no need to question you. For this we believe that you came from God. Jesus asked, Do you finally believe? But the time is coming, indeed it's here now, when you will be scattered. Each one is going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. The thought I had from chapter 15 was there is often a lot of pushback when it comes to publicly sharing your faith, and there is a reason for that. It's obviously sometimes scary to speak confidently about your faith to someone who maybe very openly doesn't believe because you don't know how they will respond and sometimes they will hate you for your faith. That This is why verse 19 is what stuck out to me today, which says, The world would love you as one of its own if you belonged to it, but you are no longer part of the world, so it hates you. When you feel like you don't fit in, when you feel isolated, when you feel as though you're the only person in a room full of dozens or hundreds who believe um, remember that this is because you belong to Jesus and this world is not your home. You might get a hateful response, but remember in these moments that they hated Jesus so much that they killed him. They hung him on a cross and Jesus accepted this death for us. So why wouldn't we continue to share about his love? With a sacrifice like that, I pray to never shy away from proclaiming Jesus as Lord, even if I stand alone. 
And the thought from 16 was just that it is so comforting to hear Jesus say he knows that here on earth we will have many trials and sorrows, um, but he has overcome the world and he tells us that we will have peace in him. Lord Jesus, thank you for seeing me. Thank you for knowing me and loving me still. In Jesus' name, amen.